brought in hell for shitty customer service and like oh yeah we blew it so we're just gonna send you 20 bucks to spend at our garbage store rot in hell best buy rot in hell where you were from whence you came fucking hate best buy assholes but i mean i guess i guess them fucking up just so like religiously fucking up the whole tv situation did get me a free copy of tenet so that's nice hey there you go yeah welcome to welcome to hot property (laughs) (laughs) welcome to rotten hell best buy property my name is dan scully my name is stephen richards and here we are and i have a story about best buy (laughs) i mean fuck it let's get into it those fucking bastards best buy Um, more like worst store right i'm getting warmed up actually actually they were um they were very polite, very knowledgeable, helped me out to the best of their abilities. But in the end, it was my stubbornness that was the uh, the reason that this particular outing did not go very well. well um, I will say this. My situation with Best Buy, they gave me the best customer service preparation I've ever received. But then the customer service that followed that was just rotten hell, Best Buy. Rotten well, fucking I'm, hell. I'm worried that because this issue has not been resolved, I'm worried that, <laughs> oh, you're that your that your story that you told about Best Buy and the reason for your tirade right now about the delivery issue, I'm worried that that will end in like no doubt affect the end of the story of my story. Okay, well, walk us through where we are and let's see if we can find okay. some hope. <clears throat> so um, I think it was Friday Rodney. night. <laughs> I ate them so Friday much. Night, I came home and. The TV was off in my living room, which was weird to me because normally I leave it on for the Beebster because I know that I don't want her to hear, you know, I try to in a little extra noise pollution. So the outside noises don't affect her. Not that they really do, but still, you also gave her some comfort and not sit there in silence. But yeah, that's not uncommon. The TV was off and I was like, this is weird. Now I came home Friday and I, um, I was a little bit tipsy. I had gone to happy hour. Um, so I was like, this is fucking stupid. Why isn't the TV on? <laughs> Let me grab the remote. I tried to turn it on. Take, take a second. So, <laughs> I turned it. I tried to turn it on. Does not turn on. And I'm like, all right, well, what the fuck's going on? I'm at the point where I'm drunk enough to where if this doesn't get resolved soon, I'm going to be really annoyed. Yeah, yeah. Because now I have to, because like the worst problem, the worst thing, this is going to be hyperbolic, obviously, but the worst thing I could ever imagine is trying to figure something out when I'm too drunk to figure it out. Because <laughs> it frustrates <laughs> the hell to me. It. And then not resolve it and just give up. But um, Yeah, because waking up with a hangover and an unresolved, unexpected problem is the is like, that's not hyperbolic. That that's the worst you never thing want that, that could happen. happen to you. Yeah. yeah. So I try to plug it into a different port on the power, out, on the power surge. Um no dice try to unplug it from the base plug it back in no dice try to like play with all the buttons on the side and the bottom nothing's going on at this point i'm like well i'm not gonna be able to figure this out tonight and that fucking blows i'm just going to go i was gonna watch a falcon of the winter soldier i was excited yeah oh i haven't started i was that yet. just i was just buzzed enough to be like i'm gonna watch some marvel content and it's gonna be awesome yeah um, that's the way to do it never watched it went to bed immediately oh. in, in defeat Woke up the next morning and I kept fiddling around with it and uh, still wasn't working. I got got this tape from Target actually, like six years ago. So I understand. That's why I was like, 
very still inclined to blame Best Buy. Well, that's why I was like, the TV's probably just burnt out. Um, so off How to get a new it? TV, I go like six years, maybe seven years. Yeah, I mean, that's not... And it was a $300 TV. Okay. So I was like, you know what? Let's get an upgrade going. So I go to Best Buy and I'm like, I'm ready for a... I currently have a 55-inch TV. I was like, I'm why ready for a 65-inch Why did you start at Best Buy? After my story, why because didn't you start literally anywhere else? Oh, my God. Dan, did they actually have the Best Buy? I remember your story listen listen to me i remember your story as of today i completely forgot that'll happen to you so i just went i just went to best buy and now that so my, best buy is always been my go-to choice so i forgot so my, that story my explosive happened. karen-like rage yeah completely is forgettable to you yeah, i guess oh my so God, I, I, I just didn't even i didn't even fucking ask myself twice if best buy was the right place to start i was like nope, who, best you know buy who you is. sound like Let's right go. now you sound like best buy ignoring my always, rage i've always had a good experience at best buy oh okay so let's so keep going best buy i go and i'm walking around and you know me and my buddy ask ask you know, this guy for help we're like hey in the market for a new tv here's our budget and here's what we want out of it and the guy was like super knowledgeable and super helpful and i forgot what his name was was he a member but of the, the guy Geek squad no, yes, I, I believe so. He was more like the um, Geek Squad. Fucking rotten hell, Best Buy. Boy, he, he showed us like five or six TVs, and I was like, "Wow, this is great!" And so I ended up settling on a sixty-five inch uh, Sony Bravia four K Ultra HD television. Dude, you're gonna love that four K. Is it LED? I forgot. Is I it have the receipt in my pocket? LED. No, I don't. <laughs> Um, sure. <laughs> you haven't changed it's, it's, oh, Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> um, I have not. Um, so I then, wear the same pants for weeks at a time, so don't worry about it. The, and that's the dirtier half of my body. If I'm I thinking mean, about they're it. denim, dude. The, denim was made to be. Uh, yeah, that's you know, true. Endured, you know. Um, yeah, and I don't do. Like I don't do very much. Yeah. Anyway, so back to the story. The guys don't like, ever get denim at Best Buy. As, that's just <laughs> that's a big big no no. Um, as I'm in Best Buy, where they sell clothing, I'm never gonna finish this fucking story. I'm sorry, (laughs) it's been (laughs) as I'm being run up. The guy's like, The guy's like, I don't know, like, he's like, What kind of car are you driving? I was like, Uh, Mitsubishi Lancer, Paul Walker drove it in Fast and the Furious, (laughs) and he was like, Seriously, and I was like, No, he did. In the the first two, there was Mitsubishi Lancers, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. the big thing. American Muscle. He was like, "I'm not uh, asking import. about Paul Walker and Fast and the Furious." He said, "I'm asking about what kind of car you're driving." And I was like, "No, really, I'm driving a Mitsubishi Lancer, Paul Walker, blah blah blah." And he was like, "Well, I'm going to be honest with you, Paul Walker." Yeah, he was like, "I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think this TV is going to fit." And I was like, "I'll be fine." And he was like, "No, seriously, um, I don't think it's going to fit in your car." And I was like, "It will fit my car. Don't worry about it." And because, but like my other buddy was also getting a TV. And he said, is he also getting a TV? And I said, of course. We both have TVs in our hands. We're both buying them from you. And then he said, well, that's they're both not going to fit in your car for sure. And I was like, don't worry about it, guy. All right. I think I know yeah. my car. We get out the there last and I sure checked, enough. You didn't work at a car dealership. <laughs> yeah, right? We get out there and sure enough, I'd, they both don't fit in my car. <laughs> only, only, only his TV did. And Dude, so, when I bought my TV, it, it like barely fit in the car and it, like never has my have i felt more validated not spending the money on the extra five inches of screen 
because it barely fit in there and i had to like fight off a pill head that was hanging out at the south philly best buy who was like like trying to talk to me i'm like you gotta back off you smell like death and you look like double death this dude was even like well we can we can get a 55 inch if you want and i was like no i came here to get the 65 inch screen (laughs) okay i wanted an upgrade i believe i said that he was like, well, they're not going to fit. I was like, I can see that now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Best Buy is um, redeeming themselves just based on SAS levels alone. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, I'm feeling a little better about it. It's still rotten hell, maybe purgatory. So then we ended up bringing my buddy's TV home, and I just stewed the entire way home because I was like, essentially, I drove him to get a television. Wait, but and he got a smaller TV, I guess? Yeah. He got a 55-inch, which fit perfectly like a glove uh, inside, my, inside my trunk. Yeah, but you want that extra 10 inches. I know. And so now I cut so you like, said. <laughs> so on the way home, on the way home, I was like calling my friends who I thought had trucks and they were either not available or they just couldn't do it. And I was like, well, what the fuck? And so then I called Best Buy back later that night and I was like, hey, Maxwell, it's me, Steven. Um, we spoke earlier about the television that wouldn't fit in my car. Do you remember who I am? And he said, He's yes. like, oh, Paul Walker. Yes, I do. Oh, yes, Paul Walker drove your car in Fast and the Furious. But guess what? He wasn't picking up televisions. Yeah, from there were Best still Buy. DVD players back then. Yeah. Um, and he said, yeah, I remember you. And so I said, all right, how much is delivery and when will that happen? He was like, well, delivery is free, but the earliest we can deliver to you is April 7th, which is a week from when we're recording today. You just opened Pandora's box, man. You are fucked. So I'm already highly annoyed about the wait that I have to go through to get the TV delivered. Cause like that's at the time yeah, it was a week and it. a half. You'll see that TV in May. <laughs> you might I actually really want to consider that, buying a new fucking car and then picking it up yourself. <laughs> Dude, I, I would consider canceling the order, just buying off Amazon. Well, did they send you well, I want a, to support uh, local businesses? I'm not sure that's quite how you go about doing it, but okay. I'll allow it. Uh, did they send you like the text confirming, the email confirming, the scheduling, yes. how to be? So they sent you all of that. Yes, I have the that's email. that's what they did for me. <laughs> and all three times that we went through this, they didn't deliver. They didn't even schedule the fucking delivery. I mean, I, um, I hope on, for your sake. I hope for your sake that, that they come through. But I hope for my sake that they don't, just so I can continue to carry deeply deeply seated rage towards best buy um i have i tweeted at the ceo fuck them (laughs) i have faith that i'm going to have a better best buy resolution um because i'm better than you well you will have better resolution because mine's just led whereas yours is oled but um yeah well here's the here's the okay here's what it is service date april 7th Here's another thing that kind of alarms me. Arrival window, 12 to 8 p.m. Now, luckily, That was about the arrival window I had. Luckily, I'm in a position where I, I can be around from 12 to 8 p.m., but I think that's a pretty unfair thing to assume of everyone. Oh, yeah. So there's just eight hours I can wait around for your fucking lazy asses to... See, now you're, you're bleeding off of me because I'm calling my friends at Best Buy lazy, but I'm just well, saying your when asses... It reaches, when it reaches 8.15 and you've burned a day... Uh, so get the anger out now. So at least by then you'll be at peace with it. Well, here's the here's you don't, another, you don't have TV here's another there, a potential 
awesome thing that could happen is that we this is a day we record is when they're delivering it so oh, if they how deliver awesome it, would it be if they delivered it while we live if they deliver it live and you can get a geek squad guy on a mic for two minutes i will i will apologize to him <laughs> on the air um or if they that would fuck be it up, that would be a dream when they re-deliver and you can get them on the air i'll tell him to rot in hell with his garbage blue and yellow company Fuck Best Buy. Jesus I don't even know what the blue and yellow has to do with anything. I'm just spewing words and vitriol. Um, do you want to know what else I did before Best Buy? Uh, yeah. I went to the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> oh! oh, suburban dad life. You have a big old suburban yeah, dad day. It was great. It was. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm dying to get out to a restaurant. It was not bad, man. I don't know how the cheesecake factor is, but even the nachos that came out on the plate did not look very good, but goddamn, they were fucking delicious. Nice. I always think of Step Brothers when I hear Cheesecake Factory because it has the running gag of anytime the dad, played by Oscar nominee Richard Jenkins, um, anytime he's frustrated with family issues, he storms out and says that he's going to the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's I think I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to the cheesecake. I haven't been to the cheesecake factory in forever. Um, Me neither. But I, I've always, I've never disliked it. I mean, it's just a chain restaurant, but I've always enjoyed myself at Cheesecake Factory. I have their some menu is three thousand pages long. Oh, and it's like a brochure for traveling no, and shit. Yeah, their menu is like a, um, like a, a day one new hire packet that you get yeah. when you start. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's just weird that they went with factory. Oh my like, god! Hang oh, on. I'm, getting, I'm getting. Hang on. I'm getting a FaceTime. Hi, you're on the podcast right now. How are you? Oh, God. say hi to Dan. Hi. <laughs> um, well, I will not take up any of this time because I sound like a 12 year old. Yeah, but this is all going to make it. So, whatever you're going to say is going to be on the internet. <laughs> I can't believe this is happening. I don't like it. Um, all right, you want to call me later then? Yeah. All right, I, bye. <laughs> okay. I'll see you. I'll see you. It's about basketball. She wants to talk about basketball. Did you get a 4K player to go with your 4K TV? I have um, an Xbox One and a PlayStation 4. I believe one of those things plays 4K. Because if you like, if it plays 4K UHD discs, uh, I, I am addicted to these things. They they look so good. Oh my god. You watch like I watched 2001 in beautiful 4K UHD. Yep. Man, I was in space. It was so good. The problem I had when I was at Best Buy is like there was some, like, like as far as like the tiers of visualizations go, there mm -hmm. you could tell the difference between like okay, like lower tier, middle tier, upper tier, but it was really hard for me to tell the difference between like mid to upper tier. Yeah. You know? Well, it's like the the law. I mean, this isn't what it's called, but like the law of noise is like, you know, like you can. There's a certain level where loud is just loud, and it doesn't matter yeah. how much louder it gets. It's there. It's <laughs> like there's only a certain definition that I can see, and if it gets any sharper or more high definition, I just don't think I have the capacity to recognize it. Yeah, you know, and it just is what it is. But the the thing is, like, 4K is a type of of scan of a film or whatever you're watching. But UHD is a uh, consumer, uh, 
like a consumer, uh, what's the word, like a consumer display style. And yeah. so like you can get a, a Blu-ray that was scanned of a 4K, it's like a 4K scan of a film print. And so it looks sharp. But if it's also in UHD, which is how it's projected at home, it's like, oh, it's, it's eye candy. Like, yeah. I don't know how you feel about the movie, but I was watching Joker in 4K and that movie just looks like the most delicious treat in the world. Oh, it's so good. I like that movie. I like that movie a lot, a lot. Yeah. But um, but it's a it's a very sharp looking movie, and in UHD, Maron. The biggest difference I could tell, um, was with video games because like I realized that I yes. had a, I had a, I did my last TV was a 4K UHD TV, but I had to like put that setting on. It came yes. by it came off by default, which I thought was weird, and, and like it took me like three maybe four years till somebody told me like yo you gotta make sure that your uhd is turned on Mm. that's so fucking stupid like how are you gonna advertise this as a sale point well because not everything's broadcast in uhd so if it's off like if it's on and someone's watching something that's not broadcast in it and they don't get a picture then they're like and so it's like it's a safety measure but yeah i want to live dangerously when it comes to watching television (laughs) You're living dangerously right now because you I, might not get this TV. You went to Best Buy. That's a when I watch Russian television, I want to live dangerously cheesy, so I only eat Cheetos. <laughs> I just want to live dangerously, so I drink Mountain Dew mixed with formaldehyde, and then I also just chain smoke clove cigarettes. That's what I do when I watch TV. <laughs> See, I like to live moss, so it's just Taco Bell all the time. Oh yeah, obviously there's Taco Bell involved. I was. Uh, we watched Minari the other day, which Stone Cold masterpiece. But uh, one of the running things Stone Cold Steve Austin masterpiece. (laughs) Damn straight. He's amazing at it. But no, but the grandmother in it loves Mountain Dew so much. And they keep drinking Mountain Dew. And uh, they're like, oh, yes, this is the. uh, And since it's like translated from, I think it's Korean, it's like, oh, this, this is the dew off of a fresh mountain. I'm like, yeah, tell her that. (laughs) Tell her that's what it is. I'm excited to see it, but I'm waiting. I'm waiting for it to come out on uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin Masterpiece Theater. Oh yeah, on on the WWE Minari on the WWE <laughs> Network. <laughs> this bold, beautiful portrait of a family is exactly what what we wanted to follow up the the uh, movie See No Summer Evil, Slam. starring Kane. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I would not. Honestly, I would not be surprised because I read an article uh, <laughs> about. How people apparently have no idea who the nominees are, and even I've forgotten because movies just weren't a thing this year. Well, I mean, like I, I know what all the no- I don't know them off the top of my head. Like I know what most of the nominees are, but like this year is the year where it suddenly clicked. Where I was like, oh yeah, the Oscars are fucking stupid. Yeah. And, and it's like, like there's a lot of good nominees, but I just like I don't know. It just I, I, I guess I'm no longer interested in watching rich people whine about whether they did or didn't get a little gold man. Maybe we're just growing up. I threw out my X-wing toy today because I'm grown what? now. Yeah, I, I, I pull. Actually, you know, it was I'm also very old, and half the pieces were missing, and I just don't even know I had it anymore. <laughs> it was actually just like it was like a less than wing. It was the yeah. less than sign. It's the only one. It was like was it, like this one was worse than the one that fucking Yoda pulled out of the swamp. Like this one was in worse <laughs> condition. <laughs> I uh, I don't know whether this is growing up or regressing, but I had a Batman and Joker action figure that Jenna gave me from uh, the Dark Knight that was still in the package. And I pulled it out so that I could make them fight. I threw away the package. I was like, fuck, I can't do this. Because <laughs> they wanted, like, Joker has a gun that shoots a fist and Batman has a grapnel launcher and they both shoot real cool. And so I set them up on my bookshelf and shot them at one another. This was spawned by, I, I have a, a Jason <laughs> action figure, Jason Voorhees. 
Yeah, and then yeah. I also I ordered a Blu-ray. <laughs> you don't um, have a Jason Lee action figure? <laughs> yeah, Jason Lee. <laughs> or a it, Jason it, um, Statham action figure? <laughs> it actually has a... I have the Jason Lee action figure, and it, it uh, has a bullet damage that you can pull in and out of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because he was shot to death on the crow. Anyway, um, wait, is that... No, that's Brandon no, that's Lee. Brandon Jason Lee, Lee is Jason Lee is from Mallrats, yeah. Actually, I did hang up a Jay and Silent Bob action figures that I found at my parents' house that are still in the packages. I put them up on my wall in my decoration of nerd stuff. <laughs> it's only a matter it's only a matter of time, boys, before Dan breaks you open to fight you. Well the thing was when I was a kid I was obsessed with that stuff. And so I actually yeah. have those somewhere that Somewhere I have the Jay and Silent Bob action figures not in the package. So these ones were in the package for collectibles. I don't know. I was 15, but I have them now. But uh, I got a I got My Bloody Valentine, that kick-ass movie. And the killer in in My Bloody Valentine is like a uh, a coal miner. Mm-hmm. And so I pulled him out Named of the Valentino. package to fight Jason. And then I was yeah. like, fuck it. If we're doing this, I, this has got to be a Royal Rumble. And so I pulled out Batman and Joker. And like I have a John Wick. And and I have the nice. creeper from Creep Show, so it's like a Royal Rumble on my bookshelf. Although I was drumming so hard last night that they all fell off, so it was <laughs> had to uh, reset. Yeah. yeah, so it goes. How's the drum set going? Pretty good. It took me for goddamn ever to put together. Um, I thought I could just snap it together. It was actually quite complex, but I got it all put together, and I, I beat the hell out of it last night. And I'm when we're done here, I'm gonna take an hour. I'm going to pop some Blondie on and I'm going to start hitting, hitting the drums to that. Nice. Very, very excited. It's really a lot of fun. It's a nice kit. I mean, it's a cheaper end kit, but it's uh, it's, it's a higher end of the cheap end of things because I'm not a professional, but I didn't want to get like a glorified toy. So I got, I got a Lisas they're called. And it's quite nice. It's got the mesh tops instead of the rubber tops. Um, so it actually feels like the skin of a drum. You can bounce right at that. I have barely any idea what that means, but you know what? Uh, well, like the, the surface happy, of the drum, a lot of the electronic ones is just a rubber surface. And that doesn't have the same uh, uh, give and bounce as like a drum skin. So you're actually, it's it's almost like uh, yeah. like the rock band style thing. But this one actually has like a mesh net that can be tightened and loosened but still responds digitally to the, the sticks. It's fantastic. I, I love it. I, I'm definitely going to retain all that information. Yeah, I mean, you got it. That's that's why I'm here, to educate your dumbass. Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to forget that immediately after we stop recording this episode, that's for sure. I mean, if you that's forgot my angry tirade about Best Buy, <laughs> then I'm, I expect <laughs> you to forget this. But you, you, lest you forget, <laughs> we do have listeners, and that's really who I'm talking to. You think you're, you're not, I'm not talking to you. You're just an idea for me to bounce my brilliant words off of. You're just a surface. And you're just here for something for me to yell at. Um, yeah. So we understand each other. <laughs> yeah. That's been the dynamic this entire time. But I've had I've had people like all my friends pretty much like tell me like, oh, remember on the podcast when you said this? And I'm like, I absolutely do not remember saying that. Yeah. And if I ever if I ever come up with like if I ever get any sort of position in my company where I might have to be looked into, I have the self-destruct button for this podcast ready to go. Because if I can't remember what I've said, if I don't remember if I've said it, I don't want to risk if anything being out there that could potentially harm me. No, that's fair. That's why yeah. I set my my Twitter to delete everything older than two weeks. After it's a scary. The- it's a scary prospect. When I had this conversation with somebody and they were like, yeah, I liked when you said this. I'm like, what the fuck? When did I fucking say that? Like, I don't, and I still don't remember what I, they told me I said. At they were like, moment. that parade of slurs that you dropped was comedic brilliance. What? what, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
No, man, that shit's scary. Yeah. Now. I, I, I don't like, I don't like our, our culture's little hair trigger with that. So I, uh, yeah, I, I have everything set to, to destruct automatically because I got a mouth and I've got a brain that works faster than my mouth. And I, yeah. and I can't, I can't figure out how to rectify that. So I just have everything set to auto delete. It's, it's just is what it is. Uh, you know, I actually, just no, my message... mouth's faster than my brain is, is what I mean to say. Case in point. I just got a message. Um, Best Buy bought Anchor, um, and they are shutting us down because of your comments about uh, their company. I'm not taking it back. Best Buy can. And they also off. said they also. Oh, they did, yep, they canceled my TV delivery. Great. Oh, good. Now you can go give it to a company that isn't run by rotten bastards from hell. Fucking assholes. Best Buy. To Amazon, it is. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, let's let's rethink that. <laughs> If we're talking about rotten hell spawns, uh, I don't know if Best Buy is the way to go. I don't know if, uh, sorry, if Amazon's the jump to make for altruism's sake. Although gonna, for convenience. I'm going to change the subject completely. Yeah, I think we can do that. But before yeah. we go, I just want to say that um, I would love it if Best Buy, uh, if Best Buy was eliminated from the face of the earth. So I started taking these vitamins um, from a company called Care Of, which I highly recommend. Okay. New um, sponsor. They will, they will custom make um, you a vitamin pack that you could take daily. It comes with these little like square packs. Okay. Individually Very wrapped. And no, it says they are compostable. Oh, right on. Okay. I take um, it back. And uh, so they ask you like, what, what would you like to improve in your life through, you know, vitamins? And you're like, ah, I want to sleep better. I want more cognitive uh, ability. I want to, my vision to improve, whatever. And they're like, <laughs> like, have you seen Limitless? Yeah. Have you seen um, that movie Lucy with Scarlett Johansson? <laughs> uh, give me the Lucy and I'll take like half a Limitless a day. Um, but yeah, uh, I, don't, so, I don't want no limits. I just want yeah, few limits. I, I still so need to be limited. <laughs> yeah. I know me. And if I'm limitless, it's going to be no Bradley bad for Cooper. a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they, um, but on every package, they have like little like statements or like inspirational quotes or questions. So I want to read you one. I want to read you one that um, when I took these vitamins, I was super hungover. Um, Did you tell? Fact, is that what you told them? You were like, "I get some pretty bad hangovers." What do you got for that? No, there is. They, I think there's something about alcohol in there, but I forgot. I'd be so like, "I want to do that type of karate where you like run up walls." Can I have <laughs> that pill? I want to do the the uh, six inch punch. Can I have yeah. the, the one that makes my knuckles very strong? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so oh, yeah, today's fact, and this was Saturday because I was, that's when I was hungover. It says there's a theory that people with blue eyes have a higher tolerance for alcohol. I've got blue eyes. I, I do too. And I can put them away. <laughs> I can put them away if I got I did. Them. I did the night before I got that message. <laughs> and I, th I think that like maybe care of has some kind of like secret, secret, uh, technology. That maybe they're like he needs this one. Put that one out. Put that one out. Well, they, they have like an oracle dude who takes whatever pill mix that allows him to hear the customers' wants, and he just sits in a room like Professor X. And oh, I did listen um, for people's needs. I know. I know. I did purposefully put liver health in my pack for oh, that nice. reason. Yeah. Do do they tell you like what the actual ingredients are? Or is it like a mystery? Yeah. What yeah. like what what are they giving you? Oh man, you're gonna make me fucking look this shit up. Yeah, I'm curious because I take vitamins. I don't have like a single package, but I take like, like I take a multivitamin every day. I take a, um, I take turmeric because of my joints always hurt. 
and that helps reduce swelling overall. And um, I, I stopped taking glucosamine because I started doing squats. It turns out I didn't need it. Um, but yeah, I, I vitamize. And when I can't sleep, I take melatonin. I'm going to butcher each and every one oh, of these. and fish uh, oil. I take fish oil every day because that's supposed to be real good for you. I'm not going to butcher all of them. I'll butcher two of these pronunciations. Okay. <laughs> You're like vi- <laughs> vitam- vitam- vitamin B12? B- um, per- I don't know. Perco... Perco... Percocet. 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 So, all right. I'm going to read the easy ones first. B-complex, calcium plus... All right, B complex, <laughs> calcium plus, cranberry, fish oil, magnesium, rhodiola, and astaxanthin. I don't know what that is either, but rhodiola most of those... is uh, supports endurance and recovery after exercise, stress and mood, and mental energy and focus. Nice. I've never heard of that before. And astaxanthin is. Cognitive health, skin hydration, eye health, heart health, and uh, performance and recovery. Nice. It's not vitamins cheap. are generally not cheap. Yeah, and dude, there's, 11, CVS, there's eleven. Pills like in each two pack. There's eleven There's eleven pills in each of my packs, and it's like the worst. I like I re- it's really a chore every morning taking these fucking vitamins. Are you not good at swallowing pills? I don't mind swallowing pills, but it's the taste of the pills. And like, if I hiccup afterwards and get that like earthy uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. flavor, I, it like always makes me fucking. Yeah, that's how you I know it's it. working. Like but when I eat that's Taco why Bell they and have... then I burp and it tastes like Taco Bell, I always go, oh, that's the proteins synthesizing in my body and making it healthier. But that's why they have little questions and facts on the uh, packs to distract you. That was a really great rhyme that I just made. Yeah. (laughs) I think that's probably from the vitamins. You're limitless. (laughs) Your brain is is operating at a ridiculous speed because you're taking all that. What's Motorola? What was it called? (laughs) Astafaxin. No, the other one, Motorola. Rhodiola. Yeah, yeah, Radiolab. Radiolab, Radiohead. Um, Yeah, Radiolab and Aztecs Mayans. Uh, I'm a weirdo. What the hell are they doing here? So um, to today's question, Creep. I was like, I'm going to ask this on the podcast. If you could only eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Ooh. And I this is going to be hard for both of us. So let's talk through it. Honestly, I think if I had to pick what, like one meal that I would not get tired of, it would be and it's not necessarily my favorite thing, but it's the one thing that I don't think you can fuck up. And it's always good. It would be fettuccine Alfredo with blackened chicken and some roasted broccoli. A little Parmesan, a little garlic. Maybe throw a couple shrimp on there. <laughs> That's my meal. I could live off of that. Okay, so here's the thing, though. We need to come up with, some, we need to agree on some rules because you could, you had chicken Alfredo. That's a dish. Yeah. What you just described was chicken and shrimp Alfredo. That's also a dish. I know, but you can only have one. Can you only have one dish or like is fettuccine? Why, why are we limiting my proteins? I'm asking you, can you choose to have one day fettuccine Alfredo, the next day chicken fettuccine Alfredo, the next day shrimp fettuccine Alfredo? Is fettuccine Alfredo your meal with like additions on it? But you always no, have I'm gonna to have say Alfredo. My meal is fettuccine Alfredo with chicken and shrimp, blackened. Okay. Um, a little, little parmesan, a little garlic on top. That's, and, you know, roasted broccoli and all that. That's the meal. 
And if there's something in it where I go, I don't want that today, I throw it at the wall and I just eat the, because if we're going to put myself in the situation, like that's how I'm going to ask for everything. And then I'm going to throw out whatever I don't want. And if I just want butter noodles, I just run it under the sink. If that's the case, I could ask, I would, then I could have, you know, a salad with every, like, with like topped with sandwiches and pastas and uh, desserts and like hot dogs and shit. I just but throw see, that's out what not I a, don't want that meal. day and name, I name everything. We'll call it the Steven special. It's literally one of everything on the planet. I will throw out what I don't want. I mean, that to me sounds like you're, that's going to introduce, I mean, if you want to break the rule, I, I feel like that's a breach of the rules because it's not a pre-existing meal concept. But if you want to do that, that's fine. But you are opening yourself to a host of new problems, such as waste <laughs> disposal and and other such things. Also, like if you have one of everything and you're like, eh, I think all I want is a peanut butter and jelly. Like you got to get like that's needle in a haystack. You got to get to that. <laughs> that's true. All right. But OK, but then. OK, so back to your choice. Yeah. If living the rest of your life off of chicken and shrimp fettuccine alfredo is going to cut it pretty short i mean any meal is going to do that there's no one i mean unless you're unless you're having just like unless your dream meal is soylent then there's really not much that you can they they asked this question because they knew people were going to have this conversation and be like well i guess i'll just have to supplement with vitamins like this is this is completely <laughs> a business uh, uh move oh, yeah. so good oh, good shit. job care care company what are they care called? care of care of yeah good job C-R-E slash of no but uh okay but let's let's just whatever the assumptive rules would be um let's just play it as close to the chest as possible if you have to pick just that one dream meal regardless of its nutritional value that one dream meal that you would not get tired of if you were forced to eat it every day what would it what would mine be? What would it be? See, this is a tough thing to do, man. Well, that's the whole point of the question. It's not because just like which I... way is up. <laughs> it's not a conversation. Um, because it like do I go savory or sweet? Number one. That's my first problem. That's I, I thought about that. And if you roast broccoli right, there's like a sweet element to it. Same thing with shrimp. No, fuck that. I'm talking about do I want like something savory or really the bottom line is like, do I want ice cream? Like, could I eat ice cream yeah. the rest of my life? Because it would be ice cream. Now, here's another good like question. Ice cream I get tired of. The fettuccine Alfredo, like but, I might get tired of, but never to the point where I'm like, ugh. Now we say ice cream. Does that open up the door for every we'll ice cream? <laughs> what is it? Do I get to have every ice cream? No, you have you get to pick one ice cream. Hi, Jenna. Jenna's gonna answer this question too. So wait, do I have to? Okay, so does that do I have to pick a one ice cream or a very specific? Do I have to pick like cookies and cream, or do I have to pick Briar's cookies and cream? And that's up to you. I mean, you can, I I would allow multiple brands to be entered into it if you're picking. But like, what's your ice cream creation then? Like, is it a cookies and cream sundae? Is it just a scoop of ice cream? Mine is popsicles. That's the answer. Well, the the question is, if you had to eat one (laughs) meal and one meal only for the rest of your life, what would it be? Sugar-free popsicles. Sugar. Honestly, the amount of popsicles we go through in this household, that I I think that's a truly honest answer from Jenna. You know what? I you know what I respect (laughs) most about that that answer is that Jenna came in, 
Jenna came in, answered the question, got right up and left. Like, nope, sugar-free popsicles. That's the fucking, that's the only answer to this question. And she had just come downstairs to check to see if there's popsicles. I guarantee that was the reason for this trip. <laughs> that's like, there's a, there's a stand, a silent standing rule in our house is that if you're at the grocery store and they happen to have sugar-free popsicles, buy them because they will, like, it's just, if always check if there's popsicles because we're always running out. Yeah. Um, see, I'm really envious that both you and Jenna just pretty much had it figured out. Meanwhile, I'm going to, I'm going to decide <laughs> until I no starve meal popped to death. into your head. Cause like, I'm, there's things that I yeah. like better than fettuccine Alfredo. But like, as soon as you asked the question, that was the first thing in my head. Like if you put that I'd meal in front like... of me and a good steak in front of me right now, I'm probably going to pick the steak. But like, I don't think I could eat a steak every day without being completely tired of it. Like, what's that thing that pops in your head? If it's ice cream, fuck yeah. It wasn't ice cream. So what are you doing? But <laughs> like, is I would be, I would be like really missing out on, like I'd never be able to go out to a restaurant. I would never I mean, be able most to see. Restaurants have ice cream. I'd be like, no, but I'd be like looking at other people eating stuff that I can no longer eat. Like this is actually like a a curse. Yeah, I you hear know? you. Well, that's that's what makes this question difficult. Think about like you got thirty. Gotta, you got to land on your future. Thirty years in of eating only fettuccine alfredo with blackened chicken and shrimp. And you see somebody with like a, a fucking ballpark hot dog, and you're like, "Man, that fucking that dog yeah. looks good." It would I suck. Hate but I, I hate fettuccine Alfredo. There's no food that you could pick that doesn't lead to that situation ultimately happening. That's the curse of this question. I know. That's the fun of this like, question. What's the thing? Uh, that's it's a Cuban sandwich. That's a great answer. I love a good yeah. Cuban sandwich. But can I have a Cuban sandwich and like fries? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Oh, oh you like, like I'm gonna have this without a crustini on the the rim of the plate. Come on. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, at least that at least surprised. that goes without saying. Yeah, there's gonna be a crustini on mine, and I might even allow a dipping <laughs> sauce. I don't know. If I ever have a child, I think I would name him Crustini. <laughs> <laughs> Christini Richards. <laughs> Christini Richards, and it, I think that's a unisex name. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's great for short. You would just call him Crust. <laughs> if it's a girl, you call her Teeny. Oh yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, that's a great name. Well, no, it would Christine be. It would be <laughs> no, it's it would definitely spelled C R O S T. Yeah, but you'd still call him Krusty. Oh, never mind. Now I hate it. I really hate it, and I just oh, like ruined my kid's life. I ruined my kid's there was life. A, by doing that. I used to teach karate, and there was a kid there. His name was Sebastian, and I always thought that was a cool name because, for short, everyone called him Bash, but. If you wanted to, you could also call him Seabass. It's like the gift that keeps on giving. Or Bastion. Or Bastion. Yeah, they're yeah. like, yeah, that's a cool name. Or, I mean, honestly, or Sebastian. Under the sea. <laughs> this shit rocks. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, get down. The seaweed down. is always green now. That guy. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Uh, what was it? Uh, uh, everything's better. Down where it's wetter. Take it from me. Oh, that shit yeah, was yeah. so much fun. You gotta learn how to play that one on the drums. I think. I mean, I have to see if the if the uh, the module the, that I got have the, um, has bongo sounds. No, you need the steel drum. Steel. That's what I mean. Steel drum. Yeah. That'd be fun. I could probably play that on the little drum that I played the unsolved mysteries theme on. Oh yeah, because that's a steel drum. Yep. No, right now my goal because I'm actually pretty decent at drums. I just I can't do too many. 
dexterous things. I, I can do basic stuff. I really, really, really want to learn how to play uh, Heart of Glass by Blondie. Because that yeah. song has a very basic but uh, creative drum line that I can fucks with. Yeah. And it has a couple like uh, time signature changes, not like time signature changes, but like where it, it like uh, not uh, it, it intuitively, it non-intuitively shifts when it's going to jump in and out of certain segments of the song, uh, at least in the drum line. Beautifully done. And I, can I you learn like to how play to that. play um, the best of you by the Foo Fighters. Yeah, I can try. Because that would be crazy. He's a great drummer. Or any Queens of the Stone Age song. Um, Especially fucking, off no, the album where Dave Grohl no, drums. No one knows. You know, that one where Dave Grohl was the drummer. He's the drummer. Yeah. Any Tenacious D song. You Anything know, to, yeah, Dave Grohl you. drums. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> Although when I saw Tenacious D uh, many, many, many years ago, wow, literally half my life ago, because I was 18, um, they just played acoustic. They didn't have any drums. It was just the two of them on acoustic. They're good acoustic. They fucking rocked. That was a great show. So much fun. Yeah, and it's yeah, hard how to great was that Hulk video? But... Oh yeah, Jack that's Black the funniest thing I've seen in my life. Jack Black truly is one. Of... I was thinking about this like when we when we look back on like the greats, he's like the low key dark horse pick yeah. for me. Like Jack Black, uh, John Leguizamo, uh, those those two they're like two truly great, multi talented people that nobody ever thinks of as like like. like Jack Black is 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 like the last vestige of vaudeville. He's like a vaudevillian comedian. He can sing, dance, he yeah. does drama, he does comedy, as does John Leguizamo. They really do everything. And I bet both of them, he's trapped a pair of ice skates on them, they'll be doing triple axles in no time. He'll I don't probably know about fix that cars, part. too. But damn if he's not fucking funny and creative as hell, especially on his Instagram. Follow Jack Black on Instagram. If you're not doing that, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Not having what a good time. Doing? Mm-mm, not like I'm having. You're not laughing. You're probably not crying. Laughing. You might be crying. <laughs> he might make you cry though too. Oh, that's, that's uh-huh. right. in the holiday I'm, where they're nope. like, there's no way that uh, Kate Winslet would fall for that dude. <laughs> I don't know. I totally see it because he's he's comfortable in his own skin. He's just he's a, a confident, cool dude. No, I know. I'm just uh, he's like skadoosh. I mean, I would I would fuck the shit out of blackjack. Blackjack, Jack Black. Uh, fucking, I would fuck him while playing blackjack. <laughs> Double down. Double me down. That's hit him. Me. That's, he'd scream at me, and I would say hit me, because um, yeah. I would definitely uh, catch on that. He'd be like, you know yeah. why I get a double down? Because it's a deep. Unless he was in, I would do whatever he want. I mean, the yeah. song Fucker Gently is all about communication with your partner during sex. Yeah, that's true. So that's a number one, you know, laid out some ground rules with Jack. Yeah. And then, you know, then we can talk about what we're into. Then, you know, you can get a, just get on, get on top, buddy. What's that yeah. sketch? So good. <laughs> so good. So that's how I'd have sex with Jack Black. Yeah. I think that's, how a, that's a smart way to go about it. I would say lead the way, but uh, at the end of the day, we're going to need some towels. Yeah. You're not and wrong. I'm sorry, but as much as I love the guy, Rage Cage, he's not invited to this party. He can watch. He can be a cuck about the whole thing, but uh, I just uh, I don't I don't have the same level. There's not the same level of connection. You know what? He can provide the music. There you go. Or and you know, he can, you know he can, it will uh, be good. He can pull out the French tickler on the toes. Oh yeah, that's how it's done. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> Dude, I remember years before Tenacious D was anybody, they were the musical guest on SNL. And it was before anyone really knew who Jack Black was or any of that. And they played that song, the we don't mind sucking on toes. They played that song. <laughs> and when I say that they bombed, it is an understatement because the people like weren't ready for it. They didn't get it. It was like the, you know, the guests, yeah. they were just, they were just the band. No one had any frame of reference for it. So they performed the shit out of it. And it just didn't really, there's no such thing as a good musical performance on SNL. It's just not conducive to that show. The sound is bad. I've never enjoyed that many um, musical performances on that show. So there's been a few. But Jack White was good the last time he was up there. He's always good. He's on, he's unsellable. But um, and wait, who was the controversial one recently? That was like that. Like was like, yeah, Yo, you got to check this performance out. It's crazy. I don't know. I I haven't watched that show in forever. Was I do know that trainer? I I discovered the Arctic Monkeys through SNL, so they had a good performance. Oh, yeah. uh, but so Tenacious D went out and nobody understood it. It was just like way ahead of its time. Nobody got it. And then years later, Jack Black is hosting SNL, and then Tenacious D is the guest, and they fucking slaughter that audience. The audience yeah. totally gets it, and it was just it was amazing. Where it's like it, it was it was a great testament to doing your art on your own terms and and not trying to cater to the yeah. audience. Because either they're going to catch up to you or not. And and in that case, they caught up to it. Yeah. And it, it was just phenomenal to see. Because just watching it, I was like, this is kind of uncomfortable. I like this song, and it's even not working for me now. But then when he was the host, it was like, damn. They're just, like, they're just picking the audience up and making sweet love to him. It was awesome. They also were in a uh, small uh, but cult classic film called Biodome. Biodome, yep. They were the college band. They were the college band playing um, so a song they recently released like last year for uh, like when lockdown like just started. They did this for some kind of charity about like the earth and how it needs to rock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they do it they do phenomenal. And this is tough to do because The Who is one of my all-time favorite bands. And Tenacious D does a cover of Squeezebox that rivals the original, which is difficult to do because The Who is like truly one of the all-time great bands. And they cover Squeezebox. Uh, do you know Squeezebox? No. The one that uh, mama's I'm, got I know someone, someone, on the chest. Someone that listens is going to text me this week and say, what the fuck, man? You ever heard of Squeezebox? Squeezebox. I'm going to ignore them night. promptly. And the music's all right. Mama's got a squeeze box. Daddy never sleeps at night. No oh, idea man, what the hell killer. is happening right now. I've well, no they idea. cover it and they do a great job. You got you got a nauseous on some Who, man. The Who they is also. Is... They did a cover of for Halloween, um, the song from uh, that movie that everyone loves. Uh, the time hop from fucking... oh, the time warp. From Rocky yeah, time Horror? warp. Yeah. yeah, from Rocky Horror. You never saw Rocky Horror. Nah, my brain just turned off. Dude, change completely. your life, man. That's oh, no, I've so seen no, Rocky Horror. I'm sorry. My oh. brain turned off um, completely when I was trying to find any information about what I was trying to talk about. Fair, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Rocky Horror is an all timer. That's like, oh, yeah. I mean, like I've saw it a few times. It's, it's, it's a seasonal watch. It's, it's, enjoyable. you gotta, you gotta go to a midnight show where everyone's in costume and you dance in the theater and throw shit. There's nothing better. It's so much fun. Yeah. I don't like it that much. I think it's a fine feature. No, but if you do that, you'll like it more because that's, that's why it exists. 
there's know. like a shadow cast that performs the movie in front of the screen and they yell at you and you yell at them and everybody throws spoons, not spoons. That's, that's the room. Everybody throws, uh, you know, uh, they squirt squirt guns and you wear newspapers in your head and you, every time Brad majors introduces himself, you say that he's an asshole. And anytime that he goes, Oh, we wanted to see if you have a phone. Everyone yells castles don't have phones. Asshole. It's, it's so much fun. Uh, yeah. I'm going to take you that. next time yeah. they do it. I mean, We're I definitely would have to have at least like a, a good amount of drinks and maybe some cheesecake. Yeah. In me. That's part of it. Yeah. You yeah. get wasted at the bar beforehand and then you go and you <laughs> fucking fuck up the theater. Yeah. That's like the whole, it's so right, much great. fun. I'm yeah. totally in. I wore my Brad majors costume last time I went, which was just boxers and an undershirt and thick glasses. It was great. See, I don't want to wear a costume though. Or, or I would, to. I would double down in the opposite direction and really rebel and wear a costume from a different film. That would honestly be perfectly accepted. I thought People it would might be. be. Which is why I'm going to dress as a character from another film that dresses a character from Rocky Horror. The only, the only place that you can't do that is like, don't show up at a Star Wars dressed as a Star Trek or vice versa. That's like showing up, yeah. you know, in like Cowboys gear at an Eagles game you're liable to get hurt yeah i mean honestly the for the latter watch out for your fucking life the other one you just get yelled at but yeah do not go to an eagles game dressed in the opposing colors you are mm -mm. fucking asking for trouble i was at an eagles game once i think they're playing the rams and there was a guy that was just dancing around in rams gear and he was clearly like a little too drunk to be there but they removed him from the game he wasn't causing trouble but they removed him in terms of like, listen, this is for you. This is not yeah. because we like, this is for your own safety. We don't need to add to the already shameful statistic. You got to go. Yes. Sir. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, my fucking, my, our, my friend chance was at an Eagles game one time and he didn't even wear opposing team colors, but he was wearing a hat um, that had the third eye blind logo on it. <laughs> and People kept like fucking with them, and I had I had a few to drink. So I had I just bought a pretzel and just like slathered it with the yellowest mustard you could think of, and they were fucking with chance. Did you ask I, I was, for like I need the yellowest mustard? No, I was I was drunk and I was like, you know what, man, fuck you. He's not even wearing colors, and I threw my pretzel at him. Got yellow all over his fucking like uh, uh, Westbrook jersey. Ooh. Yeah, dude, his boys were holding him back, something like fierce, and I just, yeah, they should have like, hit you for that. Chance is grabbing me by the neck and we're like, all right, let's run away now. <laughs> yeah, that's that's awful. That's you were asking for it if you got hit. Yeah. But man, that's like a $30 pretzel you just <laughs> threw out. What the fuck? Yeah, I mean, I was upset. I was really looking forward to that pretzel. Again, you know, it was slathered in mustard. Sometimes you just gotta you just gotta live that life, you know? Yeah. <laughs> sometimes those things just happen. It um, is what it is. Yeah, I don't even, so we, uh, and then oh, then Connor was wearing a Jets jersey, but all that was happening to him was like people were throwing peanuts at him. <laughs> well, yeah, he's bigger than most people at the, at the yeah. games, so like yeah. they're not going to fuck with him so hard. Whereas he's also he, just well, an average sized gentleman. He was eating the peanuts up off the floor, and I was like, "Dude, what the fuck are you doing? They're, like, those are floor peanuts." And he's like, "Well, they're, in, they're he's like, a they're still in their shell, all right, and then B, this guy just I can paid, hear like, him saying this." B, this guy just paid $10 for a bag of peanuts and I'm eating like half of them. I mean, he makes a point. It is funny. A uh, friend of the show, Connor, 
Um, the few times that I've seen him get like blind drunk, it's a really funny thing because he does like classy blind drunk. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like where you're like, do you have your shit together? Despite the fact that you're doing something horribly not shit together right now. Like it's the weirdest thing. Yeah. <laughs> like when a... I'm blind drunk, there's no fool in anybody. You know, like it's obvious. I wear it on yeah. my face. Whereas him, he's like, he's blind drunk, but he seems put together, but he's like, talking to you seriously about genocide you're like wait a minute what's happening and he's trying to explain bitcoin to you <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> we got we got stupid questions um yeah or do you want to do some snacks well do you have a snack because i don't have a snack yeah you know what i'm gonna shout out a uh, local business um we did a thing <laughs> shout out a local business uh Jenna had a table at a uh, like farmer's market sort of thing going on in South Philly selling oh, yeah, the uh, dumpster fire candles. And I got this incredible chocolate bar from a local place called Good Good Chocolates. And so this chocolate bar is called the Philly Bar. It's dark chocolate, caramel beer ganache, salty pretzel, and peanut butter crunch. The beer that they use God, is damn. Lancaster Milk Stout. And it is like it's incredible I've, it's been sitting in the freezer like i mean this is all that's left of it but you'll see if, if you can see it's got the caramel but it has a Dude, layer of like is crispy, a layered crunchy bar. Yeah. pretzel crunch in there and it is oh man it is unbelievable and so i had this and then um uh, jenna's mom actually bought a couple other things and so we were like picking at some of their other items and every single one of them was just far and away some of the best candy that i've ever had and so, yeah, this guy's like a local pastry chef slash candy maker. Um, and everything that he had was absolutely jaw-droppingly delicious. So highly recommend good, good chocolates uh, for, for my snack corner. I, I was very pleased. It's been taking all of my effort to not eat the whole thing in one fell swoop. I've been working at it slowly over the week. And... Uh, Every time I take one bite, I'm like, I'll just finish the whole thing. And then I have to like slap my face and convince myself to savor it. Like it I took so much energy strength. to put it back in the freezer right now without eating it. Because I already ate like seven blocks of it today while I was working. I That shit would be gone. And then I would just be like, all right, you can't have chocolate for another month now. You stupid <laughs> this idiot. This is against the rules. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um, it, I have, it's real fucking good. Uh, I have a couple of stupid questions. Yeah, let's I do it. I have a snack. It's all right. Um, so this one's funny because <coughs> it's also involves a celebrity crush that I have. Um, how can I date Lily from the AT and T commercials without actually signing up for AT and T? Oh, is that a um, Mil- Milana Vaintrobe? Is that her yeah. name? She yeah. is. Was just oh man, she's something special. That's a pretty lady. Yeah. And I follow her Instagram, and she seems just like a cool person. And yeah, I would I be too. like, yo, I would like to have some tacos with you, and let's see where the night goes. But just so you know, I don't have AT&T. First of all, let's talk about this as a question. As so a yeah, what's, question. The, what's the question again? I want to hear the word. How can I date Lily from the AT&T commercials without actually signing up for AT&T? So obviously the real answer is she's an actress. She probably doesn't give a shit about AT&T yeah. and would actually you know, just you know, want to know that you're not a piece of shit person. And that's probably the most important thing to her, not what phone service you have. Um, yeah. But let's talk about Lily, the AT&T commercial character. Yeah. 
And would she have a problem with us not having AT&T? And I don't think she'd have a problem with it, but I have a feeling that if you took her out on a date, like the character, if you took her out on a date, she might be annoying in that she'd probably try to route every conversation towards whatever the new package is that you can yeah. get. Now, granted, Lily from AT&T is so pretty that 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 would it would take a while before that would annoy me. Yeah, but that would certainly become an issue. Like on the third date, I'd be like, do you have any hobbies? Like, I get that you're running a special <laughs> right now, but I don't have a family. So the family plan is not interesting to me. Um, yeah. You know, it's it's. I got my weird. family Apple Watches last time we went on a date. Yeah, like, this is uh, this really starting to feel like extortion here. Because yeah, the, you are right. The question is not about the actress; it's about the character. The character. I actually don't think it's pop. I mean, like you could. I don't think she'd be. She'd probably be pretty passive aggressive and adorable about it. So you'd be like, actually, I really love T-Mobile. And she'd be well, like, that's yeah, how she know, is in the commercials. Yeah, she got it a would be bit of that would get irritating and. I actually had this conversation with Jenna the other day. I really love T-Mobile. I have very few large companies have given me such consistently good and and customer forward service and deals as T-Mobile has. So chances are, if I was on a date with Lily from AT&T, it might end in a fight because I'd be like, I'm sorry, but that deal's good. It's not as good as the customer loyalty deals that I'm currently getting with T-Mobile. Can I I'll just give you point this- something out real quick? That I just realized. Can I point one thing out real quick? Every yeah. segment we've had in this episode of the podcast has had some kind of corporate sponsorship that is not a real sponsorship. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, T-Mobile is legit. When I made the switch, <laughs> when I made the switch, which they made for me, I have never looked back. It's great. I love T-Mobile. I, we were watching TV the other day, and I said out of nowhere, I was like, you know what? I love T-Mobile because their commercial came on and Jenna goes I was not expecting that to be what you said you loved so granted I was a little tipsy at the time I had some bourbon in the belly but I had some T-Mobile on the phone and it was I'm telling you man so yeah Lily might be a tough one uh because I yeah. would be like listen the the so we're we're we're, surmount- the titties we're surmising mileage, but right now the packages oh, are Jesus T-Mobile's Christ. to we're lose man um no we we can surmise, obviously, that Lily is just an AT and T robot made to sell AT and T. I mean, can we? I think we can. Well, on, I mean, think about this: in the commercials, she doesn't talk about much else. Well, I mean, we're only seeing a small window into her life. <laughs> now, if they pull can the we, lens back have, like they did, can we on make the a Lily from AT and T universe of series <laughs> and movies? You know, like let's get to know who she is as a character. The L-F-A-T-T-E-C-U. Because maybe, maybe user Figbot here on Reddit, may, maybe he gets to know who she is. Maybe, you know, not for him or her. I mean, if if we pull back the lens and it turns out she's like, oh, yeah, I also like to, you know, I, I, <laughs> I uh, work for Habitat for Humanity and I paint and play piano. I'd be like, oh, cool. But if she's like those progressive fucks, that all they talk about almost in like a pathological sense is progressive auto insurance. You like flow and her little group of lackeys that the the joke of the commercials is that they physically can't speak about anything but progressive, even in non-work related situations. If it turns out Lily's like that, then I don't care how pretty you are. That's going to lose. That's really going to, that's going to wear thin pretty quickly. What if she goes, what if she leaves the AT&T, um, 
set that she uh, works and lives on or works on and then goes home to where she lives, which looks just like an AT&T set, but then goes into a secret compartment or like a secret area that leads to a dark basement where she just starts killing kittens. I'm fascinated, but that's uh, as a kitten, as a cat owner, that is points off. Now, okay. if she opened right. up that secret room and that secret room is glowing pink and white and it's a miniature T-Mobile <laughs> store. Dance cat just jumped into the frame. <laughs> Hi, Doris. <laughs> Obviously heard, hearing what I had said. Yeah, if it turns out that beyond the AT&T exterior is a caramel soft T-Mobile interior, we can talk. We might have a second or third date. All right. Um, all right, Love let's move on to our next, our next corporate-based... Uh, so it, to answer the question in a single sentence, though, is I think it is possible to get her to date you without switching to AT&T, but I don't think it's possible for the relationship to have mileage because you, fig, fig person, whatever their name was, Figbot. I'd close the window. Figbot. Because you, Figbot, right. Figbot. Will, be, uh, will, like, will likely run out of enthusiasm for the relationship. And you know what, Figbot, like, don't sell yourself short. Don't, you have to wait for this celebrity a, or fi fictional person come to you. There's probably a bunch of people around you that maybe there's somebody right in front of your face who even know it that's in love with you. Yeah. Don't wait around for the big fish. Pop on into I'm a T-Mobile. I'm waiting for Bradley Cooper to return my millions of handwritten letters I wrote him after I saw Star is Born, but I, I haven't had one response. Well, you need to write back now that you're on the limitless pill and be like, listen, have I got something to talk about with you? You were right about this shit, boy. <laughs> what, if, what if he's like, listen, limitless is great and all. But I have a family plan with AT&T that will knock <laughs> no! your socks off. <laughs> oh, no. Um, all right. Why the T-Mobile is the uncarrier. Sorry. No, oh, yeah, you're right. T-Mobile is, is the uncarrier. Why do fast food joints <laughs> put so much lettuce on stuff? Taco Bell, McDonald's, Burger King, etc. These places always overdo it, and they spelled overdue like this task is overdue. Oh, yeah. It was overdue it with the lettuce, and I just want to know why. I, I just, I disagree with that premise. I reject that premise. I have no problem with the lettuce on any fast food yeah. place. Sometimes um, I do find myself wanting more lettuce, say, on a McChicken. Oh, McChicken lives yeah. and dies by the lettuce. You got to have that texture. <laughs> Friend of the show, um, Scott, texted me a photo the other day of like a McChicken that was just like, coated in mayo that was like yeah, yeah they put too much mayo on shit. Well, he I was like this, that should be it was like question. an article that was like someone returned their mcchicken because it looked like this and he jokingly said he was like that's kind of how i like mine i said i like mayo but i like a little less mayo and he said no that's the right amount of mayo they just need to add more chicken <laughs> 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 yeah that's actually a valid point yeah you're right or in this case lettuce um yeah i don't I think Taco Bell might have a lettuce problem, especially with the tacos, because like, I feel I feel like lettuce is falling out of that all the time. Yeah, I, I feel like a, a like an integral part of the taco experience, though, is lettuce, lettuce falling yeah. out because the lettuce falls out, a little bit of the meat falls out, and then at the end you have like a miniature taco salad yeah, to scoop like off a side the plate salad. with a spork. Yeah, that, that to me is essential. Yeah. It's like they, they made Doritos that didn't have the powder on them, but tasted the same. And like the head creative guy behind Doritos said, 
he rejected the idea. He said it works, but an integral part of the Doritos experience is the powder on your fingers. Yeah. And even though we all secretly say we hate the powder, we all say we hate the powder deep down, you know, ripping that shit off your fingertips now, with your teeth, like scraping it is really I'll an tell you part. why. I'll tell you why the Doritos stain exists. It's that Microsoft can sell more Xbox controllers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because once you get the dirty nacho grease all over your and that's why they made the new like the new like elite white controller. Cause like once you get a little Dorito stain on that, you gotta get a new one immediately. It's done. Yeah, it's yeah. not so elite. Yeah. I um I tend to eat things like Doritos and Cheetos with chopsticks because the only time I ever really eat chips is when I'm working and I don't really like to have to wipe my hands while I operate the keyboard. And uh you pour them in a bowl, you get chopsticks, it's great. Yeah, sounds like it. You, you, you mock the idea with your face. But you know where I learned that idea? What? There's a famous meme of Oscar Isaac eating a bag of Cheetos with chopsticks. And I saw that and I said, you know what, OI? That is a really good idea. Because I um, live a fast, busy, important life. I don't got time to be scraping powdered cheese off my fingers with my teeth. Love it as, as much as I do. I just don't have that kind of time. And Did you I see the Doritos kind of thing where people are like green. putting taco fixings into Doritos bags? I don't know how I feel about that. Like, yes, I'll eat it, but I feel like there's a better vessel. Like, yeah, like if you're gonna mix it, it in the bag, that's fine. Then dump it onto a or a bowl. You know, make it a taco. I think bowl. that's one though where the novelty is that you're holding a Cheetos bag. I just feel like it would be so stressful yeah. to eat that that it would it would hamper some of the enjoyment. You know what I would? You know what I would like to do is make. Um, Actually, th this brand came up with the their own version of this, but the Muddy Buddies Chex Mix. Ooh, shit is like you, that's a bag. You can just take a, some Chex Mix, like that's not like complete, like you know, like regular Chex Mix, and just pour the ingredients into that and make like shake that bag, and then you have a bag of Muddy Buddies. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I would like to pour the Muddy Buddies into a bowl, cover them with milk, and make <laughs> the most disgustingly awesome cereal. That would be Dude, so that's good. a good idea. That's a and then when all the idea. muddy buddies are gone, you take that milk and you pour that into your coffee, and you got muddy buddy flavored creamer coffee. Get on my level. You know what? Get on my you level. Know I... You know where you won't find that at fucking Best Buy. I'll tell you that much. Do you remember the um the that this like tortilla hack that's going around the internet that a couple weeks ago where like you you cut from the oh. center to the edge of a tortilla and you, fold and then you the put tortilla? ingredients on each quadrant and then you fold it. I, I made did that the other day. Like that the other day. Yep. I did that the other day, and it was fucking. I put Philadelphia jalapeno cream cheese. Ooh. Uh, jalapeno. Oh no. Um, some like shredded chicken. Um, jalapeno lime tortilla chips and pepper jack cheese. Yeah, dude. And melted that shit together. And let me tell you, oh boy. Dude, I did bacon, egg, cheese, <laughs> and a little bit of homemade guac. Put that. It was in the pretty press. much. Yeah. Oh baby. Oh uh, man, yeah, panini press is something I gotta get. Honestly, but uh, I feel like I only use it like maybe twice a month. Panini press is fine, but if you have a spatula and a pan, you can recreate that. Yeah, you know, uh, it just takes a little more effort. Like the panini press is nice because you get the grill marks and you can kind of leave it, and the weight of the machine does it for you. But uh, yeah, if you if you got a spatula and a pan, you just crank that pan up and smash it down. Model. How many? Let me ask you a question. How many brands do you think we named during this episode? Six. No, we named a do we named a lot more than six. So wait, we had Best Buy, T-Mobile, AT and T, Care uh, of, Care of, Taco Bell, McDonald's, uh, 
McDonald's, checks. Checks. Um, Cheetos, Cheetos, Doritos. Doritos. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess the, the chocolate company I shouted out didn't didn't yeah. count. No, it does. It uh, counts. It's, that's, these are all places. Good, We're good naming chocolates. these places because all these places owe us money. So Yeah, and Oscar Isaac's an industry of himself, so that brings up to eleven. This is like a Oh, Sony. We dropped Sony in there. Oh, Microsoft. Yeah. We, yeah. Microsoft. So this is like, we're up to like 15 brands that we named. Yeah. Man, we're, we're killing it. For an, a completely unsponsored podcast, we're doing great. Yeah. Um, well, any of those Anchor companies FM. get at us. Oh, Anchor FM and Spotify. <laughs> and Spotify. Yep. Oh, that's insane. Well, well, we're gonna, we'll name some more. You can find us at Hot Property Pod on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I love Keebler cookies, so send them on over, Keebler elves. Those EL fudges. And, and if you can, those, uh... here's a, here's a listener challenge. Maybe we'll finally get a bite on this one. If you can tell us exactly how many brands we named in this episode, I'll Venmo you five dollars. I mean, we just counted them. Yeah, but we probably missed some. Yeah, that's true. That is very yeah. true. Yeah, is SNL a brand? Uh, no, I don't think the so. Who Jack? Well, Tenacious D is probably a brand, yeah, they're a brand. Skadoosh. What's really gonna happen is I'm gonna make up the number uh, and wait for somebody who is not going to tell me what the number is. Tell me what the number is. Meow Mix, Meow Mix, uh, Meow Mix. Oh, Oreo. I mentioned Elisis, that's the name of the, the drum brand that I have. Oh, so, yeah, those Definitely I mentioned Amazon, Amazon, yep, yep, Circuit City. I don't feel I, it's just that was next. Barnes to and Noble. I put about Barnes and Noble. Yeah. AMC Theaters. AMC. Bahama Breeze. Oh, we just Moderna. said Cheesecake Factory. Cheesecake, cheesecake Factory. Factory. Say. I like how Bahama Breeze brought you to Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> Moderna, Pfizer, Johnson and Johnson, Apple, TCL, Dell. Dude, the, remember the, the, the Mar- you're getting the Dell Avengers. dude? Yeah. yeah. Uh, flex tape. Uh, looking around at things. Uh, Netflix, Survivor. Are you still gonna sign up for Survivor? Yeah, dude. Dude, I took the uh, I took the Jeopardy test. <laughs> How'd you do? I don't know. We'll find out. No. See, my Survivor plan is really a long term plan because people don't make it on any in any fast fashion. Yeah, but I mean, you should you should put it in. You were so motivated. I know. I thought about it the other day because. Uh, a couple years ago, I ran a half marathon, and at one point, this this one lady kind of like fell, and all of us gathered around her. We were like, "Come on, pop on back up!" And she like, "Ah!" We picked her back up, and she got going. And that memory popped in my head, and I said, "Oh, that was kind of the way that Steve described Survivor being moving." And then I yeah. thought I would check in with you as to how that that mission's going. I think you can do I it. Mean, I think you should. I'm still, you know, getting in shape, and then I the biggest hurdle is I got to figure out what my video submission is going to be, and. I don't know. I haven't figured that out yet. Well, once, once should I, I go this, like a uh, funny route or should I go like a serious route? Like I'm here to fucking win survivor or should I be I like, I'm the funny both. dude. That's you can actually existence. get a lot of entertainment out of me. Producers. I only want to be here for like three weeks anyway. So Steve, you contain multitudes. Like and I think that that's part of what, what I enjoy about our friendship is that we can goof off and be funny, but we can also get real. And I think that you can capture that in your audition video. Yeah. Dude, we're gonna we're gonna do this audition video once once all this kerfluffle is done. Um, I'm gonna head over to your house and we're gonna put together the Millennium Falcon and we're gonna we're gonna 
dream up your video and then and we're gonna fly we're gonna far put together well jenna's got a little bedroom studio that she does all her audition videos on so we'll bring her into it and we'll get you a, like a solid audition video and they'd be idiots to say no idiots oh i'm sorry cat i didn't mean to scare you when i screamed idiots she was just like because <laughs> she's right there uh yeah we can we can fucking do that yeah we're gonna do it I just got to get a good idea, you know? I just got to get one good idea. I would, I, if I was doing the video, I'd be like, I think I'm perfect for Survivor because I am currently 36 years old. <laughs> and a lot of people, Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, Kurt Cobain, they don't survive that long. I'm surviving. Amy Winehouse. Amy Winehouse. You Justin know, Bieber, probably. Justin Bieber, the 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 kids in the daycare at the, at the Unabomber thing, or Timothy McVeigh's <laughs> victims. They were children. Um, I'm kicking ass, relatively. Too dark? Okay. Too dark. So we'll Way go back too to celebrities. Dark. Way no. too fucking dark, dude. What the fuck was that? Oh my you God. You open the floodgates with- Do your with, plugs. Uh, we got to end this fucking show. You open the floodgates with Amy Winehouse. I don't know why that's darker <laughs> than Jim Morrison, uh, but it is. I don't know why. Just fucking do your plugs. This is why we do this, man. I say the awful shit, and then you you go, ah, oh, Jesus. And the, and the crowd loves it. Do the fucking plugs. Jesus died at 33. <laughs> I'm at 36. People are like, Oh, you know, he's the son of God. It's like, yeah, well, you know what? I know what 34 feels like. So who won that battle? Oh, Jimi Hendrix. He played Monterey Pop Festival. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what I did? I had a 35th birthday party. So, you know, what do you think of that? Jesus. Yeah, Jim Morrison, you know, played Light My Fire. But you know what I did? (laughs) I played Happy Birthday to You on my 29th birthday. He never pulled that one off. So, yeah, put me on Survivor because I seem to be doing a pretty good goddamn job of surviving. Well, you know what? Can I steal your idea? Yeah, absolutely. I'm not going right, to go cool. Survivor. All they right. don't want this I'm, shit I'm on gonna leave out. I'm going to leave out the Timothy McVeigh victims, but I think everything oh. else is right there. Right there. Okay. I feel like that's the hook because they'll go, ooh, that might be good TV. Fuck, you know what? And you might be right because they are like pariahs. Producers yeah. are. Yeah, I mean, and it is that is dark and offensive, and and honestly, it, <laughs> my apologies for that one. <laughs> but, <laughs> but at the same time, I mean, I think I got a point. When it comes into putting in time, Steve, you're a survivor. <laughs> Speaking of putting in time, we are over time. Please do your yes. plugs so we can end this nightmare for me. Okay, is <laughs> <laughs> it really that bad? Uh, the nightmare no. is just beginning. <laughs> you're still in a relationship with Best Buy, anyway. Uh, <laughs> My name is Dan, and you can find me at Dan Scully on all the things. You can check out my other show, I Like to Movie Movie. You can check out moviejohn.com, findy.com. Uh, you'll be seeing my Kong versus Godzilla review coming up. Uh, or Godzilla oh, versus we didn't Kong talk about Kong up. versus Godzilla on HBO Max. Yeah, dude, highly recommend. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I watched and, it. Um, it was great. Oh, right on. Yeah. And um, the other thing I watched it on my I TCL would... TV. Yeah, <laughs> that's the well, one, Brendan. You know what? 
I had I re- I refreshed myself with a truly hard seltzer when I did Ooh. that. Ooh, <laughs> it's another one. And um, I I invite you to check out the uh, Depp Impact podcast because uh, sometime in the near future we're doing a crossover with Hot Property here, and we're going to be uh, talking up Johnny Depp's directorial debut. <laughs> he wait. directed fucking Brando. That's so weird. You're up. Oh, uh, you can follow my dog at BBA underscore the Corgi. Um, And don't forget that tomorrow, or actually it'll be today for you, listener, if you listen to it on opening day, opening day of baseball, the Major League Baseball Association will be having the opening day. Let's go Philadelphia Phillies. The MLBA. Um, And uh, what the fuck else did I want to say? Yeah, tickets are on sale uh, for, for games now. It's so exciting. Tickets are on sale. Concert venues are starting to announce announce, uh, uh, lineups and stuff. So it's it's happening. The world's getting back to normal. So if you got an opportunity to get get yourself a vaccine, get out there and get it so we can fucking fuck each other up in a mosh pit. I can't wait. I'm going to break my face. And that's been Hot Property. And as always, it's got to be good. good. And it's got to be live. And it's got to be Live, I guess. I can't wait to rewatch Monkey vs. Fire.